Well, hi everyone, and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 449. Back in the gym early this morning, up at 20 past four, showered, a few things at home. It's on 5 a.m. here in the gym right now. There's a few people here. Oh, but it's nice and quiet over here in the, on the treadmill. So today, what I want to give you a bit of an update on as to what are the the different activities that we've got going on at the moment. There's, there's a lot. As we head into this time of the year, springtime here in Australia, it, it becomes the busiest period of the year for the fitness industry. Why is that? Well, because spring's here, so it starts to warm up. We have quite contrasting uh, seasons in my suburb and uh, the state of Victoria, this part anyway, Melbourne. They say we have four seasons in one day, that's very true. Often when you compare, well Tuesday this week we had temperatures up to 21, last week we had temperatures down to 9 degrees. Uh, right now it's really raining heavily outside. It's going to be much cooler these next oh, four days. I think we're down to like 12, 13 most days. Um, by the time it gets to October, it's normally starting to get a little bit warmer. So we're in the high high teens to mid-teens and often the 30s by the time we get to October a bit more consistently. And we have daylight savings that starts at the, the first Saturday in October as well and that is when people start to come out of the woodwork because it's like we've got all this extra light in the day and they start to realise that it's getting closer to the end of the year um, get their gear off and get down to the beach want to look better got to take off the winter layers etc hiding their bodies and they want to just feel better about themselves, so it's uh, it's a really busy time. I find October and February are the busiest times of the year uh, for me in terms of the number of inquiries that I'm I'm getting from people. Um, started a little bit already this week, had a few inquiries, uh, but um, um, that's when uh, we just need to be prepared. So I've got a, a bunch of things that are going on right now. Uh, the first one is uh, our next eight-week challenge. So it's called Spring Body Blitz. Now, if you're lo- listening to this and you're local uh, to my area, then you can get involved with this one because this eight-week challenge specifically is to do with the physical training. Uh, you can go to our website and uh, you can just, uh, just search Spring Body Blitz or Studio Spring Body Blitz. I think it's the actual uh, web domain. And you can go to our Facebook page, it's probably the easiest, and you'll find the, the link to that. It's an eight-week program uh, designed to be focused for that period of time. We have a, a fitness assessment done at week zero, week four, uh, week eight, um, so that we can see just um, what your your physical and cardiovascular results are in relation to uh, those different checkpoints. Uh, We weigh, we measure, got a couple of nutrition seminars in there as well. And 
Last time we ran this particular one, earlier in the year, we got some really great results from it. And people love a challenge. Just to give you that, that, that focused energy for a period of time that it gets people excited. So that's the, that's the first one that we've got. And then um, I just started the, yesterday I sent out a, a, the campaign for the Ultimate Commando which is uh, an, a weekend, oh, sorry, it used to be a weekend event. The last couple I've run have just been for the day. So this, uh, this time you've got either a half day or a full day option. Again, you don't have to be so local to us here. You've just got to travel to the event. It's down at Phillip Island. And uh, this is a, it's like a, a team-based event. Uh, there's a lot of sand involved with it. Uh, we generally don't get wet. As in, we don't go in the water. If it rains, we get wet. But uh, it's a full day event. So this one's going to be on the 19th of October. Two options, either a half day or a full day. Uh, full day is only $65. A half day is $40. Uh, you get over $500 worth of bonuses uh, by attending the event. And everyone that's ever attended it absolutely loves it. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, you don't have to be super fit. I've had... Uh, ladies that have been in their 60s that have done it before and pulled up remarkably well. Uh, it is probably the bigger challenge is what your mind is capable of. Uh, there's obviously a, a big physical element to it as well, but it's certainly not impossible. It's a lot of fun. And so that's the next, the next event we've got. And then we've got our next uh, sip and sample coming up on Monday. Actually, so today's Friday, so a few more days. And uh, we've got a, a huge number of people that have registered for, for that, registered their interest for it, so that's exciting too. So the Sip and Sample events are, are purely based around the Isogenics uh, products and what we can do for people with those, how they can get involved in the business and, and so forth. So that's a really exciting opportunity. And... Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this next one. So I've got some, some people coming in that I've, I've never met before. And I've got a bunch of clients that are coming in. I've got uh, a few ex-clients uh, that are, have moved away for various reasons that are, are coming back in as well. So just having my pre-workout solution. Uh, so, yeah, so we've got those three things coming up. Got more in the, the pipe works as well. Um, I mentioned yesterday planning a, an event with Kerry and her team and another another team in the Isogenics organisation as well. So there'll be more to come on that. That one's starting 1st of October as well. It's going to be a 30-day challenge. And that can involve people globally. Um, so that's a, an exciting opportunity. So really looking forward to it a lot a lot going on so we've got to be ready for it actually I was just on the way here and there were they were advertising uh, shops that sell Halloween costumes and stuff uh, now Halloween is a, a huge thing in America and the last few years certainly the last five or so it's becoming bigger and bigger in Australia it's crazy I've never heard them advertise Halloween stuff this 
this early out. We're not even in October. It's the end of October, isn't it? Uh, so I was uh, very surprised by that. Uh, I normally do a, like a Halloween promotion as well uh, for, for boot camp. We did last year. Uh, it was a bit of fun. So uh, that was cool. We've got, uh, actually, that just reminds me, we've got another promotion at the moment on Facebook um, advertising, which is two weeks of boot camp for free. But not only that, you've got the opportunity to win 12 months of boot camp for free just by coming along for your free two-week trial. Uh, so that's an exciting one. I ran this one last year. It was really successful. And so, again, just trying to encourage people to get moving and get out there and, and have a crack and uh, at the same time they've got this opportunity to win their whole year of boot camp for free I mean I think that's a pretty a very well it's a very generous prize and uh, you know if you never well, if you needed any reason to get out there and move before then obviously this is a this is a great one for you uh, to do that so i was talking to diana at council uh, earlier in the week and we were we were talking about the one of the key aspects of the local um, cadenia council here part of their livability plan one of the uh, issues that they want to deal with as part of that plan, I think there's five. Is there five or seven? Might have that number wrong. It's been a while since I looked at the plan, but let's just say there's five to seven different strategies that they have. That um, actually, I don't know that they're strategies. They've got uh, areas that they've identified that they want to have an impact on, and obesity is one of them, which obviously is something I'm all for, and. We were talking about, so how do we tackle this problem uh, more broadly? Now, she's a, a dietitian, so we had some really good, good debates and good discussion around uh, what, it's, what were some different approaches, what were individual different uh, ideas and beliefs around certain things. And uh, we had some really good discussions. So I, I actually reached out to her and and said to her it would be great to have her on the, the podcast show here so that we could have um, a discussion about you know, different aspects and, and so forth and what she has seen in her practice and everything. But we were talking about uh, how do you tackle the problem for the population? It's one thing to do it on an individual basis, but how do you do it on a population basis? Uh, because... I guess one of my key points of difference is that I create individually customised plans for people, whether that be meal plans and workouts, because each person is a little bit different. Having said that, there are some, some global issues that you could implement for everybody that would still have a positive impact. And I think we can... I guess become immobilized by how big some things can seem sometimes. So I guess I would liken this to some people that are really struggling to get started 
and there are all these different things whether part of its movement as in exercise part of it is like, so which exercise do we do to you know people realize well i probably need to move more but it's like exercise uh, sorry cardio exercise so what do i do do i do what i'm doing right now is it walking uh is it running most people don't like running and they think how uh, that's going to be too hard so i just won't even start is it getting in a pool is it getting on a bike is it getting on a rower is it getting on a stepper um a cross trainer boxing uh, and then you've got uh, the strength training side of it so what do i do do i do i just do push-ups and sit-ups do i join a gym do i do, uh, do group classes do i join a spin class do i you know pe- and people don't understand what the difference is between you know cardio versus strength training I mean, you'd be surprised the number of people that i get to come to me that think boxing is a resistance exercise because you're hitting something um, uh, when you don't understand what the, the different elements are and I guess what the different options are and what balance is and, and so forth that can become overwhelming when it comes to your food it's like well I know I should be not eating as much fast food and if I should be having a salad every now and then but they have no idea in how much uh, protein to be taking in, what even does protein do, what do I need protein, uh, what types of food, what volume of food should I be eating. I know the obvious things not to be doing, uh, but what are the, the key things that I should be doing? Uh, what are the liquids that I should be drinking? How often? How much sleep should I be getting? You know, all those different elements that just can make it seem overwhelming. So then let's just take a, a step upwards in a satellite and look down at the population and say, well, okay, if we've got those individual issues, how do we tackle it from a, a population perspective? Well, especially, too, if you've got people that have, um, say, mental health issues and stuff. It's like, well, how do, you, how do you tackle all of that? So we were talking around those matters. And I think... What can often happen from uh, officials' perspective is that it can seem just way too hard. It's like, well, do you, do you tackle other aspects like I know that have come up in our uh, show before? It's about the accessibility of uh, uh, like healthy food. Now, we have a, a, a sparsely spread shire and we've got agriculture in the area as well. And when we talk about, well, let me just explain for a second. So the topography of our area is that we have a very flat, swampy side of uh, the shire, and if I can generalise, and we've got a hilly side. So we are up in the hills, there's uh, le- less accessibility to you know, your big supermarket chains and so forth. But where the majority of people, like the population are, you'd be battling to, to travel for five minutes and not find healthy food. It's like, it would be really difficult. Uh, I mean, we have, oh gosh, I don't know, seven supermarkets uh, within, uh, I would say a seven kilometre radius of me 
Um, they're just they're everywhere. Uh, but it, it can be an issue for some people because they just don't have that option. It, much easier options to get the your junk food, but maybe not necessarily the uh, you know the, the better quality, healthier food. So then that's one issue. Another issue is the fact that people have to travel away from this area. So uh, for work, uh, I think it's something like 70% of people that live in this shire travel away from work and often are traveling into the city. So it could be hours that people are traveling a day. So then uh, they're not they're not being as active, they're being sedentary in the car from early morning, are driving to work, sitting down, driving back home, sitting down, then sleeping. Uh, what does that have an impact on? It has an impact on people uh, looking for those faster meal options, less nutritious food, that type of thing. Uh, then there's the question of the accessibility to uh, walking paths and uh, trails and so forth so that people can get around uh, like through the day on the weekends and stuff to you know be more active uh, sporting facilities um, the the types of sporting facilities that are offered uh, other other activities that are offered within the Shire as well um, the the network of bike paths and stuff not linking up to between our different estates here because we've got major highways and stuff that run through and uh, they're doing much better at it but when they're creating new estates and linking up that infrastructure uh, certainly in terms of walking paths and bike trails and so forth to other ones so that it's not just isolated to the estate and uh, the estate where I live they've done a good job of uh, linking up I don't know how many kilometres of, of uh, trails they are now, uh, but they've done a really good job of linking those things up so that you can travel quite safely with the kids and stuff on bikes or on foot. Uh, so it's quite some large distances. So they, they have done that well in, in my estate, linking up to other a couple of other estates. Uh, so you can see that there's a whole range of different things. And then you've got the school, like a schools program, for instance, and say, well... So what are we doing about educating the kids, educating the population about what it means to be healthy? What are the free services that are offered in these spaces to, to help people learn, get involved, etc., etc.? So when there are so many different aspects, you can feel a bit immobilized. It's like, well, what do you do? So I was talking to Diana about... Uh, we can do nothing and be immobilised by the fact that it's such a big task we don't know where to start. I said, the reality is we just need to start. And I gave her uh, my suggestions around what, what we could do to start with. And that is just move more. That we, we have to start somewhere. So I've spoken to her about a program that I recommend uh, to, that we can start implementing and we could start doing it immediately. She said, when, when you think you, you know, we could start doing something like this. And I said, we could do it this weekend. I said, that's the, the beauty 
I've made running my own business. I said, I don't have to go through all the bureaucracy and say, okay, well, oh, we need to get this sign off, this sign off, etc., etc." I said, look, I have the, I have the insurance in place. Um, I have the, the equipment that I need. I said, all you need to do is help promote the event, secure a location, and boom, we just go. And what we do is we get people to move more. And that's this, the first step. We provide an event for free. And then we do it on a regular basis, once a week. And from there, we start educating people, link providing, providing them with the information to link them up to other programs so if they do want to do more. And once you start to exercise more, what does that do? Well, mental health becomes so much better. You, you just move more and you feel better. So uh, that's gonna help on that perspective. When you're moving more, you also, I want to uh, eat better quality food at the same time. So once again, that's another side benefit of doing it this way. Uh, then you've got that question of education and there's different ways that we can educate people too, whether it's me providing tools to council, uh, people registering uh, through their system, you know, whatever it is. I mean, there, is there are so many different ways that we could uh, we could do this, but you just got to get started. You just have to make a start. Then we talked about, well, so how do you engage that part of the population that is a little bit disengaged? And the reality is you're always going to have people that are going to be disengaged in what it is that you're doing. One of the problems is providing things for free. When you do provide things for free, people don't have any skin in the game, so they feel like, well, there's nothing, there's nothing to be lost if I don't, I don't attend these things. But I guess uh, we're always going to have that percentage of the population that's going to be disengaged. And maybe to start with, maybe you can only engage 1% of the population. Maybe it's 10%, 5%. But over time, you're building on that more and more to have a bigger, to have a bigger impact. Uh, so uh, it's certainly challenging, but you need to make a start somewhere. And for those of you listening to this that are thinking, that's, that's kind of me, well, I would say this, stay tuned for, if you're living in this area, stay tuned for some announcements that are hopefully coming soon. I gave us so much information and, and so many ideas around this is what we can do and I can start this weekend. She felt a little bit overwhelmed, I think, and it's like, well, okay, she needs to go away and have to think about it, talk to some people and see what's actually possible. I guess I, I know how, how slow things can work through uh, bureaucracy sometimes and, and uh, I guess I've planted a very big seed as I said the other day and we'll see, and we'll see what happens but if you're in that situation where you feel like it's just too big, I don't know that I can do this, my numbers are too big for what I want to achieve, I don't know how to do, how to do everything, then I would just say this, listen to this podcast, go back through uh, the different days and you will find where I've given you all the information that you need to achieve what you want. Just go through and have a look at all the different titles. Go right back to week one, if you're new to the podcast, and listen to 
the first week and um, I, I talk about the fundamental things that are required for setting yourself up for success. Then just have a look at the different titles and find the ones that perhaps you want to listen to. By all means, go and listen to every single one, but it's going to take you a while to catch all the way back up if today's the first one that you're listening to. But I do give you all the information that you need. And the idea of this podcast is to give you daily education and inspiration so that you can move your life in a different direction. You can become healthier and stronger and more focused on what it is that's important to you and how you can get the results that you absolutely want. So what I would say once you've done that is for right now, because that's going to take you some time to do it, just move more. Just move. And if you do nothing else today, but say, okay, I'm going to start today. I'm going to schedule a walk-in every day for the next seven days for 20 minutes. Then that is a great first step. Because believe me, once you can start to get into that routine of moving more, you start to feel better. And as you've heard me say before as well, do something for 90 days and it starts to become part of who you are. Tomorrow's day 450 of this podcast. 450 days in a row I have made a recording of something to do with health and fitness and change and now it's just part of who I am and what I do. Every single day, it doesn't matter where I am in the world, you follow me and I can tell you there's no other health or fitness, health and fitness professional that is doing that. So it's quite unique. You get to follow me, the growth of me, my challenges that I'm having, the successes, the heartaches, all of that that's going on in my life. And there's a lot when you think about what goes on in your life. There's a, there's a lot that goes on. And you get to share it. You get to walk alongside my life and hear what it is that I'm doing and how it is that I cope. And not every day is as rosy as another, but I talk about the strategies that I'm using to help propel me and move me forward so that we don't just stay stay immobilized and inactive because we all want something more. We all want something greater in life. So we want to create, create momentum. Once we have that momentum, we want to keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. And that's what's really exciting because momentum creates change. With change, you get more energy. With more energy, you create more momentum. With more momentum, you create more change. You create bigger goals. You have this opportunity to create an incredible life for yourself. Even if you think your life is incredible now, you can take it to a whole other level. And you may not know what that looks like right now, but you know that there's more potential for more. So let's do it. Let's do it together. I believe in you. It doesn't matter where you are right now. I believe in you. I know what you're capable of. Maybe you don't, but I know what's capable within the human spirit. You've got those buttons that are either covered up or you can't find them. You know those movies where uh, they're about to flick the switch of the nuclear bomb or something, you know, you've got the president and, or something in there, they put the key in 
uh, a, it's normally a suitcase or something and they twist the key, they're after a code and then the last thing they do is there's this little switch, a uh, little cover over a switch and they flick up that cover and then they're about to press the, the, the big button for the, the launch. Uh, maybe this is it for you. We need to find where that button is, lift up the cover, know that we need to press the button to take that massive action and then we press it. You just don't know where those buttons are or you just haven't had the courage to press it before because of some limiting beliefs that you may have around what you're capable and not capable of. While change requires faith, it requires courage. But think about this in my closing thought. The old order that the, the Greek generals used to give their armies when they were going to take an island was they used to get everybody off the boats and they would take everything that they needed to shore and then they would say, burn the boats. Why would they say that? Because if you burn the boats, there's no way of retreating. You have to make it a success to take the island. The only way you were going to do that was you're either going to die or you're going to take the island. So that was a tremendous incentive. Kind of that do or die mentality. You can do it. I believe in you. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow at day 450.